I do have something from the Word. Are you excited about this? Uh, what have we been talking about? Anybody can help me out remember? Um, weathering the storm. <laughs> this is a good time for this, isn't it? Aren't you thankful that from the Word we can get, uh, we can get help for our time of need? We have, uh, we have access to the very presence of God that uh, we can go boldly to that place in Him. Amen? Hallelujah. So I'm thankful for that today. You know, um, it, it's, always, it's always the presence of God. Um, I was thinking about it while we were worshiping today. Uh, there's so much that we need to see in our mind. There's so much that we need to understand. But it, I, I'm glad that God made it real simple, too. It, it's, it's a matter of just being in His presence. It all, it all comes from that. Amen? And it's really not all that complicated with regard to that. It, all, it always has to go back to just knowing His presence, honoring His presence. Uh, we were praying about this, that this morning. Man, we just need to honor him, don't we? We need to honor his very presence. So, here we go. Getting this going, finally. Praise God. So, we've been talking about going through this, weathering the storm. What does that mean? That's, that's on the other side of it. You're going to come out good, right? So, we, we recognize that there's a storm coming, whether you're ready for it or not, right? Uh, there, there's something that's going to happen. Uh, I, I was thinking about what, what happened. This, this 9-11 was this week, wasn't it? And uh, what was the problem with 9-11 is a storm came that nobody saw coming, did they? And a lot of people died before they even knew that there was going to be a storm. When those planes flew, some of those people didn't even know what was going on. And uh, they weren't prepared for it. So it's very important to have an understanding. What's happened since then, we've become hyper. <laughs> Buddy was saying he met the guy that... Or, didn't. didn't didn't you say that? He met the guy, or he uh, has come fami- become familiar anyway with the, the guy that came up with the shoe thing. Was that right? Oh, it was in a book. Oh, okay. He read a book. Okay. I thought he met the guy. <laughs> That's a little better story. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. He met the guy. <laughs> it was in a book. Well, this, this guy, he, he came up with that, you know, where because where, there was somebody that put something in their shoe at one point, right? And so, man, they've become, uh, and if you go to Israel, Israel doesn't have things like they used to. You know, remember how they used to have bombs all the time? Um, why? Because intelligence has become something that is critical if you're going to be safe. You have to know. You have to know what's coming, don't you? And so, uh, just becoming aware that there's a storm coming, we, that's going to be part of it going forward. Um, we have to prepare for the right storm, right? You have to be ready to hit the right one when it comes. To be in Christ is to abide in a residence that will withstand any storm. It's so important what storm we're looking at or where we're residing, right? It's residence versus being a resident. It's good to invite Christ inside of us, but then we have to be in, in Him. We have to reside in Him. That's where our safety lies, right? Boy, David talked about it all the time, didn't he? The secret place of the Most High. I'll go into that place. Today I want to talk about, though, I want to talk, remember last week, man, I loved what I shared last week about, uh, about this place that God calls us into where it's a mirror that we see in the Word of God and it shows us who we are. 
But it's not enough to just find out who we are. We have to start walking it out. It, it becomes a walk because it's very important. Did you know that some of the storms in our life are not ones that come to us, but they're ones that we go to because we don't see them. It, and that's why we need, we need a path that's clear because you can be walking along and go right off the edge. You know, I, I was thinking about it like this because um, how many... Is anybody not know that I climbed Kilimanjaro this year? It was a big deal for me, okay? It was a big deal for me. <laughs> What's that? That was subtle, okay. But the ascent to the peak is done in the, in the dark. You get up at 12 o'clock at night, and you, and you hike for six hours until the sun comes up. They have it timed just right to where you get to the top right when the sun's coming up. It's beautiful, beautiful. But man, if you didn't have a light, I mean, it, you could fall off the mountain, you know. And if you didn't have a guide going before you telling you where to go. It's very, it's very dangerous to be on a path that you can't see where it's going. You can fall. You can trip, right? <laughs> so I want to talk about the walk that we're we're taking, once we find out who we are, now we're going to need, with, with every discovery of who we are, we're going to have to let it be our guide also when we're walking, that, that our steps are going according to what the Word of God is. And we aren't comfortable with ignorance. We die for a lack of knowledge. We perish for a lack of knowledge, Right? And, and this is something that I think is very perilous. I'm just going to get to some stuff today that I think is we need to hit. We have an election coming up, don't we? And, and, and we have a place in the body of Christ that can affect our nation today because there's some very insidious things that are going on that this, we don't even know about. And there's some very insidious things that are going on that are redirecting the path of America that is very dark and very perilous. And the problem with the church, the problem with us, and we need to say, this is me. Okay, not to, I know this is the choir today, but let's, let's take this to heart. Can we do this? That maybe I don't know some things I need to know about this storm that's coming our way. And maybe it's the Word of God that's going to help me to know. And maybe just because somebody's getting on the news and saying something's this way or that way, maybe I need to go and find out what God has to say about it before I make a decision that, in the polls even, that's either going to support what God says or what a very devious, dark path is, is trying to take us down. Does that make sense? So there, there's, there's, there's hope for us. You know what we're doing? I, I was even thinking about it today. Isn't it just so bright and, and good to just come here and just worship God? Don't you just feel uh, like a, a lift? It's just so encouraging that, that we have this. Part of what this is, is we're not just singing any song. We're singing songs based upon what God has said about some things. I love that first song we sang. I kept 
in, during rehearsal today. I kept wanting to do it over and over again. Every mountain moves with just one word from you. Amen? You start proclaiming those kinds of things because the world around us is trying to say that God doesn't have anything to do with anything and Mother Nature's up to something, you know? I'm sorry, she's not my mom. It's like our little dog. I always try, I, I tease my wife, I say, little Bentley, I say, man, he loves his mama. And she says, I'm not his mama. <laughs> so I like to tease her about that. But, but you know what? Mother Nature's not my mama. I have a Father God. Amen? And here, here's what's incumbent upon us, though. If He's our Father, we got to go find out what He's saying about this stuff that is where we're trying to be led down a path in our nation today. And it's not enough for us to just sit back and then say, God's, it's all in God's hands. You know, a lot of people want to just say, well, it's, aren't you just glad that God's in control? And you know what? God removes His hand if people are intent on going down the wrong path. Over and over and over again. This, you know what's going on? Even <laughs> the sexual realm, the sexual realm, the gender stuff that's going on, the, the, the race stuff, all of these, all of these things, and, and there's much more. <laughs> there really is. There's nothing new. There's nothing new. You go back into the Old Testament, this stuff was going on from Noah. I mean, there, there, there's nothing new. And every single time, what happens is God has to either do a flood to get rid of it, but it's always on a cycle. As soon as you take God out of morality, as soon as you take God out of, out of the answer, you're on a path that's, it has to die. It will die. I don't, this is my, my thing with everything that's going on right now. It's like, what's the answer? There's no answer you're showing me. Because it's all, it's all destruction. <laughs> there's not an answer in that. Aren't you glad there's an answer in forgiveness? Amen? There's never an answer in offense. Somebody's done something wrong to me? That gives me the right to do something wrong to? I, I don't understand that. No, Jesus says you forgive. So much so that you lay down your life for the one that offended you. Isn't that amazing? There's an answer in that. But that's always where it has to get back to. God will remove his hand, and he's done it over and over again. People want to choose something besides him. His hand is coming off. The safety, preparing to weather the storm, is going to be in finding out what he has to say about it and going there yourself. Now, here's the, here's the wonderful thing about Hope for America right now. Did you know that we're it? I, I, I was thinking about that this morning when I was still wiping the sleepers out of my eyes. I was thinking, I was thinking we're it. We are. You know, it might seem like this is a, a kind of a small body, but you know what? It doesn't take much. You, you, you start following the path that you're supposed to follow all through the, the Old Testament, New Testament, <laughs> it affects people around you. Amen? But you have to be walking the walk. Right? <laughs> or there's no safety. 
Every step is a perilous one uh, if it's only following what the world has to say about stuff. Amen? Are we good? All right. So we looked at who are you, where do you live, what is the status of that dwelling. All these things are so important. I just want to get to uh, the importance of every step's alignment with the Spirit. So what we're going to talk about is walking in the Spirit. Now what we've had today is some things being spoken by the Spirit that came inspired by the Spirit. Did you hear anything that happened today? You know, when we were even praying over new members, I I believe it's by the Spirit that we're praying. Amen? Amen? That we're praying out specific things that God is saying into somebody's life and it's, and it's effective. Amen? But you know what? We don't just go on whatever pops into our mind. The basis for our, our revelation and the light that we have is the Word of God. How many are, are, are grateful for the name of Jesus? There's power in the name of Jesus. But you know what? God exalts His Word above His name. Why? Because there's safety in the Word. It's a light. It lights your path. It helps you to know where to go. Amen? So critical. The light of God's Word. It's the only provision of life safe, uh, security. That, that's why, you know, we can comply with, with different things to try to help, you know, inhibit this or that. But my safety is not in <laughs> staying home or anything. <laughs> you can still get sick with something else, you know, you can get a stay home sickness, you know, <laughs> I think there's a lot of the, people are killing themselves from staying home, you know, and they said the divorce rates out the window, you know, I mean, all kinds of other stuff that's much worse than the, you know, and uh, I, I'm grateful for people that are working at this, I, uh, man, People are devoting their lives to, you know, resolving these issues. But my safety is not in their hands. <laughs> my safety is in another place. It's in the Word of God. Amen? All right. So from God's Word comes a light for our choices. Now, when, you, when you're talking about walking in the Spirit, it's a choice you make, isn't it? What you're going to decide to do with your life. What you're going to de- how you're going to decide to vote. <laughs> how you're going to decide to do different things, Right? And it's not, just, it's not just what you're hearing from somewhere else. I mean, you, you know, we can get information from somewhere. But if it's not the Word of God, we can be, you know, have you ever done this with, with some topic? or with one, if, if you listen to some, somebody talking about it, it's really easy to be swayed with them. There was a president from a few years ago. I didn't like to hear him talk because I, I could tell he was, he was pulling me his direction. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's like he was very good at that. And I knew it was wrong what he's saying, but the longer I listened to him, right? That happens. If we're going to be affected by the Word of God, we're going to have to get into the Word of God more than we're listening to some president Say whatever he wants to say. And it's amazing to me how these people could stand up and say a flat-out lie. They say it with such persuasion or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That if you didn't have other information, you could die for a lack of knowledge. 
that's what's happening to our, our country right now. And the irony of it is, is they, there's, there's a declaration that if you don't become a part of what they're doing, that you're the ignorant one. Have you noticed that? And um, uh, uh, there's some things I like to be ignorant about. But I don't want to be ignorant about the Word of God. So I want to encourage us with this today because a lot of times when even we're approaching the Word of God, we want to, we want to just do the parts that like help us or, you know, uh, and, and they're all good. But some of these, we, we're going to have to find out what God says about some of these topics that are going on around us. Amen? Because there's a storm coming. It's like I said, God removes His hand. And, and there may even be a degree of judgment that we're going to have to be a part of. It's, it's, it's like Emma was saying today. Things have to be burnt up for there to be a recovery. And some things are going to have to come down. Amen? But for us, we don't have to get caught up in the fear of that. No, we just start walking on the path that we know and let come what may. 10,000 will fall at my right hand, or 1,000 at my right hand, 10,000 at my left, and, and it won't touch me. How can he say that? Because one thing have I desired, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? And get counsel from him. Amen? From God's words come, come a light for our choices. Psalm 119, 105. But your word is a light unto me. If, if you read the 119th Psalm, that's the longest one. It's smack dab in the middle. It's like everything's built around that. And you know, every single verse is about the word of God. Why? Because David knew that he had to build his life. He had to take his steps upon. He said, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, I'm thinking about your word. And this, this can, if this is sounding too for, foreign to us, we're in a dangerous position. Right? Psalm, Psalm 19.8. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. What is light to the eyes? You need to be able to see the truth in order to walk in it. Amen? All right. By the Spirit, there's an illumination for walking His path in righteousness. 2 Peter 1.19. We also have the prophetic message. And this is what I was talking about. We, I desire this. I desire to hear from God directly too. Amen? As something completely reliable. And you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Amen? We need a light in a dark place. Now, I want to encourage you. When you have a light in a dark place, don't be looking at the dark. Don't be getting overcome by the fear of the dark. Let the light bring you joy to your heart. Amen? Because that's where our strength lies. You know, in the, in, how many are familiar with that passage that, that, that says, uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength? You know when that came? It was in the Old Testament when they, dis when they discovered some scrolls and they found out they hadn't been walking in, the, in, the, in the, the way of God. And they started mourning over that. And, and their failure became a darkness over them and they were just weeping and mourning. And he said, 
No, don't do that. This is a day of rejoicing. You've discovered the truth. Now live in the joy of it. No, don't. There's no condemnation in Christ. Amen? We'll get to that real quick. Are, are we doing good? Boy, we're, we're eating fast. Can we eat fast today? All right. Though not natural, right? Though not natural, righteousness grows in brightness with each choice. Now, here's the thing that I want to encourage you with is just take a step. Keep taking a step. But make, make your choice every time you're, you're, you're presented with something with the Word of God that might go against where you've naturally been walking. Every time you choose to go with what God says, it'll get brighter. and It'll be easier to walk that way. Amen? But every time that you, you decide, no, I'm going to keep going this other way, what you're doing is you're, set, you're shutting down the light. You're putting a, a, a cover over the light. You're not going to be able to walk, in, and, and you're not going to be safe. You don't get this, the, the, the security from the Word if you're not following it. Amen? Proverbs 4.18, the path of the righteous is like a morning sun. Shining ever brighter till the full light of day. I just want to magnify what we have in the Word to make things clear for us. Amen? Left alone, the flesh will dictate the path chosen, inevitable death. And this is what happens. If we aren't actively walking in the light, if we're not actively finding out what God says, what we'll end up doing is just accepting what the world says as if, and even incorporating it in to our religious beliefs. This makes sense? We're just supposed to love everybody. Is that what Jesus says? Yeah, you know, Jesus said, stuff's getting cut off if it's not in compliance. Right? He loved, he loved the whole world so much he came and gave his life so they don't have to stay away. Amen? Not so that you can just, that's not love. Somebody in bondage, somebody in, in completely consumed with something that's going to destroy them. They're on a path of darkness that they're going to fall. And we're just supposed to love them on that path? No. Jesus loves us so much that he embraces us when we run to him. And he gives us a brand new life. Old things, old things are passed away. They don't go into the holy of holies. Amen? And they don't become a part of your safety. No, those things are going to kill you. And the, so the world's perspective on these things cannot be ours. We can, I, I love everybody, no matter what they look like, what they, you know what I mean? My heart just goes out. I, I'm not against anybody. But I'm against the evil one that's trying to destroy them by any path that they're going on that they're justifying by their human morality that has no acknowledgement of God. Is this right? Can I speak the truth 
in love. You know what? Speaking the truth in love will be, and that's why we need each other. Sometimes we need, we need each other to be able to see those things. Sometimes we're doing something we don't even see. And that's why we need, you, you're hearing me right now, but we need relationships with each other where we begin to, to be open to each other. When you're going through something, and if I, it's like the story I tell of my dad. Dad took me downtown Denver somewhere. We were going in, into this uh, place, and, and uh, <laughs> it was a shop somewhere, and he was talking to the person in the, in the shop for a while, you know. And all the time, he had a booger right there, you know. And we get outside, you know, and and he's and he discovers that, and he said, "Did you know that I had that?" I said, yeah. Why did you let me do be that way? You know, why didn't you tell me? You know, if, if you got a booger on your face, I need to tell you, right? Is that a little too crude? Right. By the way, do I have anything? <laughs> I'm getting paranoid, you know. <laughs> Jesus is not rude. If there's something wrong with us, he's not going to let it go and call that love. Isn't that good? This is, this is the word of God, isn't it? Amen. So left alone, this is the thing. We cannot just say whatever somebody else is saying just because they're a movie star or a football player or something. Oh, the whole football team's folded to an idea that I, I guess I must need to also. And you know what? There can be a, a strong persuasion. It, it, you can really be pulled along with this, that you're being bad if you don't do something. But I want to go and say, what's the Word of God say about it? Maybe I do need to make an adjustment, but I want to find out what God says first. Amen? Otherwise, my foot's on a path that is cloaked in darkness unless the Word of God's shining on it. Amen? All right. Romans 7.25, I just want to hit this real quick and then praise God. This is a good day, amen. I give all my thanks to God for His mighty power has finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. What's he talking about here? He's, he's coming from the 7th chapter and he's talking about how he can't do anything right in his flesh. So when I want to do something right in my flesh, I just can't do it. I'm a failure at doing stuff in my flesh. But he says, but thanks be to God because I don't follow my flesh now. I follow my spirit. Amen? And I have hope now because of that. Amen? Now, sometimes, sometimes the scripture can be taken out of context and it, and it says there's just no condemnation to those who are in Christ. But there's qualifications to that. You can't be following your flesh. You can't be following the, the human determination of morality and expect to have a spiritual protection. <laughs> I give all my thanks to God for His mighty power has finally provided a way out through our Lord Jesus Christ. A way out of this flesh dominance. The anointed one. So if left to myself, the flesh is aligned with the law of sin. But now my renewed mind is fixed 
on and submitted to God's righteous principles. Don't you like this? Who's doing this, though? We can't be passive about this. Why did America have 9-11? Because we were passive. Why have, not, have we not had another one? Because we've become diligent about knowing our enemy's devices. Amen? When the reflection comes from the Word, uh, when the reflection from the Word becomes the path chosen, then there's no condemnation. You can't just say, don't you be condemning me. I can do whatever I want to do. The problem is, the wages of sin is death, whether or not you've accepted Christ as your Savior or not. That's why what your path is, is very necessary. It's not the, the, what, when I was thinking about condemnation, how many are familiar with this passage? When I think of condemnation, I'm thinking, now that's a storm for you. Condemnation. You're condemned. In fact, you know, there's no, pro, there's no condemnation with a storm that can't get to you, right? It's not going to do any damage to you. We, we talked about that last week. You know, it, it, it's, not the, it's not the enormity of a storm that's the problem. It's its ability to get to you. And if you're in Christ, if you know who you are, and you're not, you're, you're not just knowing these things, but you're making choices based upon them. Now you're in a position where you can call on the power of God. Amen? Because you're in the secret place then. Let the arrows fly. You know? There's now no condemnation, no judging guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the Spirit. Don't you like this? In this day that we live right now, it's very important that our steps be guided by the Spirit. This will be an inward spirit. It will be an inward voice, but it will always be based upon the Word of God. Amen? So that the righteous, and it's confirmation of that, of that verse is down in the fourth verse also. So that the righteous and just requirement of the law might be fully met in us who live and move not in the ways of the flesh, but in the ways of the Spirit. Our lives govern not by the standards and according to the dictates, the dictates. How many feel like there's some dictates going on right now? Amen? That are condemnation. But controlled by the Holy Spirit. Amen? The answer that will be the best justice, resolution of differences, it's going to come by God's way. It's not going to come by a man's way. It's not going to be driven in, in its foundation upon offense. It's going to be based upon forgiveness and salvation. Amen? But that needs to be our understanding right now for us to be in a position to influence our nation in a good way. And we have to be proactive. We cannot just be sitting on the, on the bench. We have to get on the field. Amen? So there's something I want to just get to real quick because I want to encourage you. There's, there's some places you be, can become more familiar. I don't have time. I, I'm just inspiring you here today, hopefully. Is this, is this inspiring? We need to know some things. The, 
Because otherwise, America is going down. Because there's a path being laid out for us to go on, and, it, and we need to say no, no, no. In, in prayer, our prayer, it needs to be based upon this, though. Not just a wish that we're throwing up. No, we're, 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 we're in a position ourselves of safety. And from that position, we have an offensive stance that we can take. If you're just in, in a defensive mode, you're not affecting anything, right? That's why I hate that, uh, that strategy at the end of a game, prevent defense. Have you ever heard of that? So it's at the end of the game. Like if a team's ahead, in fact, this happened, uh, this happened with the Patriots, Remember? Who are they playing? Was that Atlanta? I think that was Atlanta. It's a Super Bowl. And Patriots were like way behind. And, and Atlanta, it was Atlanta, wasn't it? They went into a, it's called a prevent defense. It's what you're doing. Instead of being a, aggressive, you're just trying to protect your lead. And I think that's what Christians sometimes do. Uh, I, I'm redeemed. I'm saved. And, and I just hope it doesn't leave me somehow. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's the worst strategy. Atlanta lost the Super Bowl because of that. Instead of trying to go down and get a touchdown, they're just trying to keep the other team from making one. Just trying to come against the devil and say, you know, just don't get into my house. You know? We need to be taking the battle to him. But you can't take the battle to him unless you're walking in it right now. If you're, if you're walking on his path, it's really hard to come against him. Amen? You can't be walking in the dark and be coming against the dark. <laughs> you have to be walking in the light if you're going to affect the darkness. Amen? All right. So there's, there's some, some tools that we can use here. I just want to pull these up here. A um, couple of things to do. I want to encourage you to vote. Voting is... is, is Actually, I think it's a spiritual connection that we have with our, our nation. And it, it can seem like we're just one, but it's very important. There, there's a, there, there's a, a spiritual movement that takes place when we become active in what we believe in. And I think, I think God holds us responsible, uh, responsible in, in how we vote, and I'm not going to tell you exactly how to, but I, I'm, it, it would seem like if you, if you go to the Word of God, you can put two and two together here. should be very easy to do, okay? So I'm just going to give you some tools to do that. Um, back here on the, uh, on the counter, you know where the coffee is? Uh, if it, is? Is everybody registered? Do you know if you're registered? If you don't know that you're registered... There's a registration form out here with instructions on how to do it. I encourage you to do that. Um, let's, let's, let's make this like a part of our relationship here. That, that we're getting active in what we're doing. And, and we're not going to... That's, that's the way... You know, I think we need to pray, but we need to be participating in this also. Now, let's be praying about it. This is something we're praying about every day. I want to encourage you... if. If you can't make it to our call, I, I don't know if anybody noticed on your church app how there's a couple more group things on there, um, opportunities. 
So I've, I've started a In Christ a reminder on there also. Um, and and uh, we, when we're praying during the day, we, we usually um, will use the Word of God and something that, that one of us has, has just had come to them. Uh, it might be something about what's, anything that's going on you know, in, in our country or whatnot. But um, I'm, I'm thinking what we might do is just put a, uh, an, an overview of what we prayed about that day, too, on there. So that's why I put that on there. If you want to click the thing that you're interested in getting those, um, it, it, it'll be an opportunity for you anyway. But let's don't let this be something that we are not participating in every day. We can be praying. And I want to encourage you that there's power in your prayers. Here's what will help you with that. Every time you enter into praying for something like this, you're not in prevent defense for one thing, but you're actually taking a step of righteousness. It will help you in your own life. When you begin to pray something that's right, those strongholds in your own life will begin to become weakened. They'll be brought down. <laughs> All right. So, uh, votetexas.gov. It's a place you can actually go in there and fill in a, in a, in a form if you haven't already registered. Um, again, we have a hard copy out here. Um, if, you do, if you do it on here, you have to uh, print it out. and then. Um, so, I've already printed it out. There's another place... Uh, um, that I want to encourage you with, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Tony Perkins or not. Tony Perkins is one of the most, um, uh, I don't know, eloquent or well-informed uh, people uh, with a biblical uh, basis for a lot of things that are going on in our country. Um, and he has a thing going on right now. It, it's prayvotestand.com. Can you see that? I don't see. I don't know if you can see the uh, that. That's what the that's what the URL is though. It's prayvotestand.com. Uh, you can this. There's a link there to to vote. But then there's some. Uh, there's also a, a a voting guide that that you can find out how people in your area or you know in the in the national also what what positions they take. I want to encourage you. To not be moved by personalities as much as positions. There have been personalities. <laughs> Jacob was a numbskull, wasn't he? I mean, <laughs> it's interesting who God uses. And he might not use the person that we would choose. In fact, frequently he doesn't. And actually that's a comfort for me. Because <laughs> I think, well, maybe somebody else wouldn't choose me, but God did. You know, I was going, well, cool. But we need, to, we need to say, okay, what are they actually doing? Because it's more important what you do than just how you talk or whether somebody likes you or not. Amen? And I, th- I see this in the church right now. I, th- I hear a lot of people being moved by just how they feel about somebody. And politics is so great for that. If you, if you can just get somebody to like you. It's like, I don't even want to hear you talk. What are you doing? You know? What, 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 what have you done? What have you accomplished? Right? And so, there's some very good stuff on here to become informed 
And, and, and then there's, there's four areas. I just want to point these out. Biblical principles for human sexuality. This is one of the basis for the, the uh, denigration, for the, the coming down of America. What it does is it disables the home. It disables the family. It's completely ungodly. It's anti-Christ. And it's based upon something that through history has brought down great uh, countries. I think the Roman Empire was brought down by sexual things. It's always used for that, and, and there's just no hope for it. But to get something just besides what I just said, there's, there's an article in here that gives you depth, gives you Old Testament background, gives you the understanding of, of the, the meaning of different words, brings it into the New Testament, helps you understand what God... Th- Why is God against this? Does He not like people? No, He loves them so much He doesn't want them to be destroyed. Amen? And, and, and what it, it's always done is, is to make it like you don't like somebody or you don't love somebody or you don't care about them. But God, there's a purpose for God's, how God has established things. But it's very important that we know these things. Amen? Because even, even our position in it needs to not just be, I'm, I'm against that. No, because otherwise you can actually get into a position of offense towards somebody that's in that, and that doesn't help you. You need to love them. We need to love everybody. Amen? But that puts us in a position of, of not being prevent defense. <laughs> you know, if you're just against somebody, all you're doing is, is defensive of it. But when you get the word of God and you find out, wow, this is why God is against this. It's because it's, it's destructive. It will bring down our nation. It will destroy us. It's, I mean, the home now, that's the biggest problem with some of the racist things right now. And it's been very devious. It's been based on lies. So there's an opportunity there. Again, it's, uh, what did I say? Uh, Prayvotestand.com? It's .org. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So there's that one. There's biblical principles for political engagement. There's a reason why we need to, to be involved. But, man, why not get God involved with it? Amen? Biblical principles for religious liberty. How much of this is being attacked right now amen this this is something we need to be aware of not just afraid of no the more you get informed the more you're in a position to say no amen in prayer and if there's something else we need to do we're going to do that too amen we don't just get on social media just because we're mad about something Although I, I did the other day. <laughs> I got upset at our governor because I thought maybe he was withholding some things that could be available to save people. So anyway, but and that might have been by God. You know, you, you, you need to be aware. And when you do need to make a, your voice heard, we, we need to not be passive. We need to if there's something that's wrong, we need to be saying something about it to the person that we can affect it. That's the problem with social media. A lot of times they're just floating around the air making people mad, you know. 
We need to go take it to the person that can do something about it. All right, I feel better about that now. <laughs> Biblical principles for pro-life engagement. We need to be pro-life. But what does God say about it? We don't just say, yeah, I'm pro-life. Well, we need to have some ammo, right? Because that's how we can actually have confidence in our steps that we're taking with that. We have something to say to somebody. Well, God says this about it. I love you. I understand what you're going through. Man, I, 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 can't, I can't judge you myself. But here's what God says about it, you know. <laughs> he's, he's known that child since he was in his womb. That's God's perspective on it from the point of conception, right? God. So I, I want to encourage you in that today. There's, um, you know, there's other stuff that's available, but that, that website, Tony Perkins, he actually has a, a, a thing. I don't, is it um, a Family Research Council? FRC.org. Do they, are they the ones that have the... Um, uh, The prayer, the daily prayer also. Um, I think they have that connection though too, yeah. So, you know, some of these things that, that are available here, they might not believe everything that we believe or that we present, but when it comes to these foundational things, I want to encourage you, let's don't be passive. Let's know. Let's know what we're talking about. Amen? And then there'll be a safety for us to walk on. So hopefully today, has this been good? All right.